0: truth is that life is hard but i feel like mm. you have to choose your heart
1: all right welcome or welcome back to just know Though podcast today is a very hot thursday during this heat wave and we are in the first generation dream series with Adelene. so lucky that she is here with us today she is a mom a wife, a teacher born in Mexicali, raised in East Salinas, and she just has a beautiful story that we're gonna talk about today of her first generation series. You know, before we get started, I don't know if you remember the comment that I left you on your post. Okay, you, this is what caught my attention about you because on your post, I, I reminded myself about this right before we got on. You wrote like a really beautiful caption and I commented on it and then all of a sudden we start having this conversation and I'm like, you should be on the podcast. So I'm so happy you're here with me today. In this post, you were t- you just finished your it was your last day of school post, and you were just talking about how teaching is your calling. I think it's beautiful when people know their callings, and it's just something that just gives back to the community, but also kids. Ah, so happy and thankful that you're here. What else do you want the audience to know about you today? I definitely want them to know about, you know, how I was, you know, raised because
0: I think sometimes, for example, like when people have careers, you know, they think, oh, look at the teacher, you know, like they have it all together or, you know, they had all the um, resources to be where they are, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that just me personally, like I feel like where I am right now has cost me a lot. Yeah. Just because before, you know, I wanted to be a teacher, you know, I became a mom you know so my priorities changed.
1: Yeah I can't wait to get into it and learning more about how you know that that's your your purpose and how you kind of what is your first generation story and wherever you would like to start.
0: Okay so looking back at 2009 I was um, supposed to graduate from Arizona high school go Trojans but unfortunately I wasn't able to graduate because in that time I couldn't pass the mad Casey and in that time I, I remember feeling like a straight-up loser because all your high school friends I graduating they're moving up to college and so I'm thinking man what am I gonna do like I didn't graduate just for a math test I couldn't pass and so I feel like after high school I felt like you know what okay well I couldn't pass this test or what can I do you know or there's something wrong with me with math like I just didn't understand why math has always been you know um hard for me I knew that I wanted to go to college I mean I didn't know how was I gonna do it you know and I remember 10 I'm like okay I need to go to school I need to sign up for college so I sent up to her now and like in the questions that they ask you um i did i just say that i had a high school diploma i mean they never said submit the diploma i'm like you know i'm gonna lie and hopefully everything goes good from here i went to school i did community college i graduated from harnell college 2013 then okay what's next CSUMB, go otters. I knew that I that's the part that I wanted to do. Like, okay, I I, I need to be educated, you know, especially because my mom struggled a lot as a single parent. I saw her work so many jobs. And I think looking back now that I'm talking about it, um, I remember, you know, after my parents, you know, got separated, she was going to school in Ricabrillo College. And so she would drive me and my brother with her. She would leave us in the cafeteria and take take on a bus when when she had her breaks. And you see, my mom, you know. Spanish speaking and all her classes, she got them in, in Spanish. I, I would see her work so hard. And I think she probably like installed in me like little seed of go get your education, you know, but unfortunately she wasn't able to finish, but I always knew that she wanted to be a preschool teacher. So now me getting accepted to college with lying that I have a high school diploma, you know, going to and CSUMB, my first semester, it was hard. It was really hard. I'm like, how do people get A's here? Like I just passed with C's and D's and I thought this is not for me. I'm not going to be able to do this. My second semester, I became a mom. And I don't know, like my daughter, Isabella, Leon Tavaria, my my little baby, I feel like she just made me a better person in a way. Okay, now I have somebody else going to rely on me. I need to do my best. And so then I realized, okay, well, it's not that hard to get SMBs. Just do your work, seek tutoring, even if, if it's embarrassing, you know? Um, So I feel like that's how I was able to go through school with tutoring. And always, you know, um, I was part of the TRIO program. I was part of the EOP program. And I feel like when you go to college and you're like a first generation, like you kind of feel intimidated. I don't know, like you think people are going to think you're weird. I, I felt like that, you know, I felt out of place.
1: That's a real thing. That is <laughs> such a real thing. Yeah. It doesn't like, even matter. Like, things.
0: I just didn't feel like I belonged there, you know, and I feel yeah, like just seeking mm-hmm. for help and community, even through like my all edu- well, my education. Um, and so my third semester, I received an email from like the financial aid office. So basically, they wanted me to um submit my high school diploma, and I'm like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I don't have it. They're gonna kick me out of here. Okay, that's it. I'm not gonna be able to go to school. And I remember um. My friend who was, was working at um, a high school, you know, um, he said, hey, they now pass a law where if you did all your high school requirements, then you could get a high school diploma, even though if you didn't pass a KC because they took the, t- the test out. And oh. I'm like, I, oh my God. I literally cried when I saw his text because uh, I just, it brought me back to being a high school kid. Like, okay, this is the reason why I couldn't graduate. This is the reason why I couldn't use my, my cap and gown. It was crazy. So I, that same day I drove. From CSUMB to, you know, um Alaska High School and I I asked if I was able to get my high school diploma even if I completed all all my units, because I did. Yeah. And yeah, sure enough, you know, I was able to get it. I mean, I didn't get it right away, but it took a while. But I remember when I got my diploma, I cried because I don't know, I just felt like this is why I couldn't graduate, you know. And so mm. for a math test, because I did all my requirements, you know, I ran cross country. I have always liked being like athletic and I was a BC average student. And so I just felt like,
1: like Rob, yes, that like would have changed your trajectory. Like
0: if somebody would have reached out, like if my counselor or anybody would have been like, Hey, why are you like this? Obviously I see hearing your transcripts, like you're not doing good at math. If they were say, Hey, you know, like, what if we test you if you have any learning disabilities? And mm-hmm. I didn't know that community college where that's when I learned that I had a learning disability, which is dyslexia. I could talk about it now, and it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable because I have just learned to accept myself as the kind of student that I am, that it takes me a while, you know, to process things, and that's okay. You know, after I was, you know, diagnosed with dyslexia, I'm like, okay. Then I'm like, okay, this is why. It's not because I'm, um, excuse my language, because I'm stupid, I'm not smart enough. You know, my brain is not functioning some things in the the right way, you know, like all the way other people pick math not me I feel like looking back you know just being in high school that was very something where very, like trauma yeah yeah, yeah. you see everybody graduating and you're not graduating then you start thinking okay well I'm just probably gonna end up just working at a supermarket or something I don't know that's how I those thoughts mm-hmm. were in my head you know after learning that I had dys- dyslexia then I'm like you know what then I have to just seek for help you know when I was at CSUMB um I did get a note taker I ended up majoring in liberal studies there was a math course that I failed four times. That means you have to pay for the course, you know, and it was frustrating. But then I felt like that put me behind on graduating because, hey, you have to pass the class. You need to pass the class. But now looking back at it, I'm I'm proud of myself for not giving up because math, honestly, is hard for me. And now that I was, when I was able to graduate 2018, um, interesting story, I graduated pregnant with Sophia and with my four-year-old. I feel like I just proved my kids that you have to always keep trying trying even though when you feel like am i not smart enough you know find the resources because there's always resources definitely and now that i got the opportunity last year you know well this up school year that just finished you know to teach it was a whole new world for me you know like just i always said i want to be a teacher i want to be a teacher and boom you have the job and you're like okay i have like 20 kids that are responsible that have responsible for their education so I need to try my best, you know, and I think for me, I have always thought, okay, I i am 31 years old, and I learned that I have a dis- disability, and I'm dyslexic, then I have other students that have a different learning disabilities, you know, then how can mm. I make a difference so they don't feel like they're not smart enough. So they don't feel frustrated. So like, being able to teach the semester was a good experience for me. I feel like life gives you opportunities, even though when you feel you're not not might be ready, honestly, that's like, when you're really ready.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like
0: you're ready mm-hmm. 100%. And I think we are our biggest doubters. You know, like you feel like, Yeah. okay, I have a BA liberal studies, but I'm not credential yet. Okay, but what you have learned a lot, you know, because I did a lot, you know, I work after school programs, you know, I did a lot of programs like that. So to me, it's like okay that everything I've done in my life has prepared me for like now. This is like the big moment. So for me, it was just, I feel like I was living my dream. And I'm saying I'm living oh. my dream because I'm not fully credentialed. I'm grateful for the opportunity. I'm grateful for the staff that I was working with. They were very supportive. What I'm trying to say is like having the community helps you. And I'm a type of person like if I don't know something, I'm gonna ask. And I'm sorry, you might you're gonna be annoyed from me, but I need to know the right. way. <laughs> I mean, not the right way, but how do I, you know, go from A to B? I'm um, that, that kind of person mm-hmm. um, and so you know I'm grateful for the opportunity and so now the summer hits okay well I need to find a job I wasn't able you know to pass you know my, uh, my C-Best the math test I'm like here I am again <laughs> I like trying to say I'm back to the same point where I started like when I was like, in high school you know a test not letting me be able to get the job that I need and luckily you know my husband he makes money for us that he, he's able to pay for the most of the bills so I don't feel like okay I, if I don't have a job I'm not going to be able support my family being able to work just makes you feel like like you know what i'm doing this you know like i have i'm as, as a mom i'm doing my the career job that i wanted i'm making money and my kids are looking up to me yeah and my mom's doing it yeah you know because maybe i'm moving off topic but i feel like society you know makes you feel if you're a mom whether if you're a married person or a single mom or it makes you feel like sometimes you can achieve things because well you're a mom first right you can't do this you know and
1: Mm, you know?
0: yeah 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 and so to me it's just like no I could do anything that's in my mind to going back to me trying to pass a test I couldn't pass it this summer and it was frustrating I'm not gonna lie like I felt like Jesus like this is not, why are you doing this to me what is the universe what is mm-hmm. wrong again but those were just my thoughts you know because I know that I'm smart I know that when I ask for help when I when I tell myself I want to get something done I will get it done it's not gonna happen like within I don't know overnight it's gonna to take me longer what I was told was okay well, one of my friends told me hey friend like um, if you go to the MCOE Monterey Office of Education asked you know maybe they could waive it maybe they could wave your test and you could be a uh, start if I stopped to teach I was like, you know what? That's good money. I could stop for three days of the week, be a mom, not feel the mom guilt mm-hmm. because I went from not working to into a career job where I was busy eight to three apparently, but no, I would say hours because I'm new, right? I'm just juggling education, yeah. trying to get myself, you know, ready for the following day. Or things like that. When I went to the MCoe, they tell me, okay, well, we take the test, go to a community college, get a math course. If you get a beer higher, then you could be a certified substitute teacher. And I'm not gonna lie, I felt very frustrated because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not like a good test taker, you know, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can keep paying my, like thirty dollars and h- hoping for me to pass the test because it takes a while. You're not going to get the results right away. So I told myself, I'm going to go sign up for school. And in a sense, I kind of felt embarrassed because I'm like, okay, I'm going to go sign up for school for a test and I want to be a teacher. Like, that's kind of embarrassing, you know? But I felt no because I know what kind of student I am and I I, I do the work, you know? And if I have a teacher there asking for help and they could be tutoring me, then then I'm going to be able to, you know, pass this class and I'll be able to be a, a certified self-advocacy teacher. Um, so that's where I am right now. And I started school and, and just it just feels good because I feel like, I guess my journey is not going to look like anybody, anybody, anybody else's journey. Mm-hmm. It's taking me longer to become a teacher, but that's okay because I know there's, yeah. there's a need of teachers everywhere. To be okay with the season that you're in, that's the hardest because you want things mm, Yeah, You want things now. I want this job now. Mm-hmm. I, I want the pain now. I, I want it now. Whether you believe in the universe or God, sometimes... The doors are going to be shut down. And you're going to feel like, oh, my Mm -hmm. God, what do I do? In those moments, I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like every season, the doors close on you, you have to find a different way. And that's why. And so I'm like, okay, I could four months, will go by fast, pass this class, I'll be able to work next semester. If it all goes good, you know, I'll be starting my credential program at CSUMB in the summer.
1: That's my journey. That's amazing. (laughs) Wow. Okay, no, there is so much in that. and I don't want to skip over it. Because you just had so many moments. And I think it's hard. I feel like a lot of people have this, where as a first generation, you're new to the education system. I, I don't, I don't know if you listen to Karina's episode, which talks about like you know going to like ESL classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have this different experience when it comes to like a learning disability mm-hmm. because you didn't find out until college. Yes, and I'm already like, which is you? which is crazy, mm-hmm. right? But it's almost like those things can go so unnoticed, especially. When you have a parent who didn't grow up in the same school system. Definitely. I'm still learning about things right now. I'm like, wow, they offer that for kids because it's so new it's almost sad that parents aren't told this from the very beginning like watch out for like oh like if your kid needs this and this is how you sign up for Mm. it it's just so different so if anything like i really admire the fact that you're open about it because there are probably a lot of people out there who have that same feeling like what's wrong with me like why can't i pass this class you're gonna have that like almost doubt or like shame pop in like do i have a learning disability you know what i mean When our brain is so crazy at the end of the day, like it's amazing how we can even process stuff. And sometimes we can't like our thoughts, our emotions, sometimes we can't remember things. It's just just how our brain is. It's so sensitive. And
0: I think like just being a mom, because I don't know, like being a mom, your brain, I don't know, I feel like it changes. So you're (laughs) constantly thinking, kind of like anxiety. Yeah. Some days you feel fine and you're feeling great. Life is good. Then anxiety just triggers on you and your head is going like a freeway, you know? And I feel mm-hmm. like being a mom and trying to make sure the kids are fine. Okay, I have to spend time to study. I got to do this. I got to do that. And to me, it's just like, sometimes you need to just like, hey, wait, stop. You can't compare yourself to anybody else. That's mm-hmm, the thing. I mm-hmm. feel like society sometimes makes you feel like your journey is the wrong journey. Follow my journey. Yeah. Social- yes. You know, like, you know, I feel like you need to find your calling. It's not going to be easy. It's going to take in ups and downs but if you know that you want something in life like you really really have to work for it and i don't know why i get emotional here but i think just seeing my mom like struggle a lot mm-hmm. you know being a single parent and cleaning houses working in the fields and to me it's like i feel like i almost owe this to my mom mm-hmm. our system you know makes you feel like oh you're a single mom you can not raise good kids yeah you're on section eight I grew up on welfare, I grew up on Section 8 and I'm proud about it because in the moment that helped my mom raise me and my brother mm-hmm. and to me it's just like you have to hold on to that dream and there's going to be times where you're going to be like holy crap can I even do this? Am I going to be able to like have this career because it seems like it's not reachable and that's the thing with me I feel like at times I feel like no maybe I shouldn't be a teacher because if i fight struggling with math. How am I going to be able to teach it? No, I'm going to be better because I'm going to know I'm going to see myself in all those little kids. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to try my best to Be that teacher that cares for the students, you know, and and they're learning. But definitely, you know, you have to hold on to that dream and you got to keep going. Because at the end of the day, if you don't do it yourself, nobody's going to come and rescue you. Nobody's going to do it for you. And it's hard to be positive at times when all the bricks are falling down.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, what the heck is going on? No, wow. No, the school system is so blessed to have you. You're just so committed to self learning, but also teaching kids and getting them the resources that they need. And I think that's super special. And I think it does. The school system did you wrong with that whole math test, not letting you walk, you know, with your cap and gown. But I feel like because of that, it has really shaped you to who you are now in terms of I'm not going to back down. Yeah, I am going to keep pushing. The fact that you marked off that you had your diploma for Hartnell, like, I just love that. <laughs> I love it because you're like, you know what? At the end of the day, I did the work, I showed up. Yeah. I didn't pass this test, but come on now. Like, so honestly, I just love how you just kept pushing through and f- to find a way. And I think that's amazing. And you're right. Like, and you said something that I kind of want to know more about. You said you have to hold on to your dream. What do you tell yourself when you are trying to hold on to your dream? And it's like getting a little hard. And or like, what advice would you give to someone who is trying to hold on to their dream?
0: I think it really helps me like just hold on to my my dream. Because from hearing from so many stories, how parents, you know, across the borders, see my mom struggle at times to me is just like, we're here, and we have the opportunity, and it's not its not gonna be easy. It's not gonna be easy because mm-hmm. there's not a brown teacher's teaching, you know, I'm sorry, like in my offense, mm, yeah, not my. That's not my intention. You know, you have to really hold on to it because there's a lot of people like me. There's a lot of students like me. They're brown. There's a lot of students that have, you know, dyslexia, and you have to hold on to it because, for example, me, I want to make a difference in my community. You know, one day I wish to be teaching at the Aliso District because you know I grew up there. I was born in the race in the east side, and I think you have to really hold on to what you want in life, and it's not going to be easy. Yeah. It's not because I have had my highs and lows. But you have to keep watering that dream. You know, like the plant. Mm. Water a plant is going to die, sister, and it's going to die. I love that. Yeah. yeah. You have to keep watering yourself. Okay, this didn't work out. Okay, get up. Cry about it. What's next? Because if you sit mm-hmm. there, poor me, I'm sorry. Nobody's going to come and help you. And I don't know. I feel like community-wise has helped me a lot. When I was going to CSUMB, um, I was part of this group called Las Comadres, which is mean, uh we help each other out when, when it comes to education, you know, like support each other because you do need that. You know, going yeah. in a university where you're new. And one thing, comunidad, I feel like that's very important. Wherever you are, it doesn't hurt to be kind. Sometimes, you know, you don't know, like, your words could help somebody else. Yes. And I definitely feel like just keep watering yourself. Seek for help. Things will fall in place. I do believe in God and my creator who created me and who I am. And to me, it's like, when he says no, it's no. When he says yes, it's yes. And he will open the doors. Girl. <laughs>
1: I feel like I need to get the tissue ready because (laughs) you are very cautious of your growth and how to get there. And I love it. I want to give your mom so much credit because it is not easy being a single mom and it's not easy asking for help, especially in today's society. And that's what you were talking about before. It's honestly crazy how many hats a woman has to play. Mm Mm-hmm and how much responsibility, right? And it's like, you have to be the caretaker, and you, but you also have to provide for your family. And you also have to be, there's so many things and your mom like did it all. And I don't wanna glaze past that because the fact that she took you guys to classes, she had you guys with her, but she was really trying to do what she could. Like she was really trying to make, The best out of the whole situation. That's like a lot of sacrifice and just determination. I think that's what makes like generate first generation people just so special Mm -hmm. and like really a different type of breed because you don't take no for an answer. Definitely. Like you're just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a way, I'm gonna find a way. I'm going to build my own path. I just, I really commend you for all of that. Your mom for really just instilling all of that in you because it is not easy.
0: It's not. And I feel like just now that I'm an adult and I have my kids and I have my family, um, the truth is that life is hard, but I feel like mm. you have to choose your heart. And yes. in the moments where you feel like life is just throwing you different waves in your mind, always have the hope of, okay, I'm going to get this done. It's going to happen someday, somehow. And I think my mom has always been a hardworking woman. I'm so blessed that she's my mom, you know, because not yeah, shaped me in the way I am. I try my best, you know, to reflect that with my kids and we got to keep trying School's important. Obviously, my mom wasn't able to always help me with my homework, you know, because it was in English or because she was working, you know, and me being able to be here with my kids, you know, like helping Isabella, who's in second grade now, it's a blessing because I, I want her to be successful in any way. So, me just being the mom that could help them. And I'm like practicing being a teacher because honestly, I just for my mm. personal opinion, I think that teacher wears so many heads as well. You are a caregiver mm-hmm. to all those kids because every kid mm-hmm. has a different need. You're their mentors, you know, they you you wear different hats. And, and to me, it's okay, I'm just practicing these skills or. Whatever you want to call it, I'm practicing for my future kids when I'm have my own classroom because they're just they're yeah. humans, they're not just numbers,
1: not mm-hmm. just
0: test, test scores. I'm sorry, I know some mm-hmm. that it's really important in education, but no, they're humans and they're learning, and that's going to be the future society that you are that we are going responsible for, you know, teaching.
1: No, I love that. Um, what I found in a lot of the episodes is how education is so important in terms of it really is seen as a big opportunity for when folks come here because it just gives you... So not my mom, but her mom was illiterate. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, couldn't couldn't read or write. And so my mom was able to go to college in the Philippines. And then when she came here, it was obviously so different when we went to school. The reason I mentioned that, it's because every generation really just like builds on top of each other it's like I couldn't do this for you but I want this for you I couldn't do this for my kids or my grandma could not do this for for my you know for me but I want this all for you and that's what I think is so beautiful about first generations and like the constant evolution of it, and especially moms who really just continue to be the example mm-hmm. and like cautiously really trying to make that constant effort to changing and just g- like watering their kids constantly? Does that make any sense? Yes. I think
0: that's like the hardest part, you know, because I mean, I'm a mom and some I'm, I'm way past, like I'm not perfect whatsoever. I think just, I myself have trauma too as being a child. How can I like help my daughter, you know, like the words you say, the way we speak to our children, you know, the way we act, in front of our children like they observe everything like sponges everything and so i feel yeah. like that's more res- I, as a mom i feel more responsible at times because i'm just like okay the way i speak is the way i'm my daughter's gonna speak you know we have it's i feel like being a mom nowadays or not nowadays but it's hard it's not easy because there is a lot that not we accept but society in general you know makes makes us believe that oh this is a perfect mom here
1: mm. There's mm-hmm, no perfect mm-hmm. mom.
0: Like I'm sorry, we are we are all learning. We are all humans, yeah. and we just trying the best to raise kind humans.
1: No, that's so true. And we talk about society a lot. I kind of want, I do want to go there because society perceptions and this constant, like this constant concept of like perfectionism mm-hmm. is kind of just in obviously in American culture, mm-hmm. but it's also as a first generation, you you do strive for some sort of like, you just strive to be perfect for some weird reason. And then we have this idea in our mind that society and society does push it because they're constantly coming out with things. Oh, so and so does this and there's like always some sort of like new fad or like new trend that people should do or people getting canceled for some reason or there's always something, right, with ever, without really understanding the underlying issues. I think it's so hard, one, for moms, but also being first generation because you're trying to balance the two. I and mean, that's a so hard part, like, trying to balance,
0: like, now that we're talking about this, for example, me, last semester, like, last semester when I was teaching, um, I always wanted this. I wanted this job. I wanted to be a teacher and now I have this responsibility. And slowly, you know, I was, like, not being a mom. I'm sorry. And that's not kind of like, Oh my God, bad mom. But I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really mm-hmm. making food at home or I wasn't really like having that one-on-one time with my kids. And I, and I was hurting because I'm like, what am I doing? I'm giving all my time to these kids are not even mine. What about my two kids? So that's when I realized, mm-hmm. Hey, balance, you have to balance in life or else I feel like life, when I say life, like our children, they grew up so quick. Yeah. They grew up so quick. You have to, you know, like love them, nurture them because like I said, they grow up in the instant, and then you have regrets of, I should have done this. And I think for me this summer, was the hard part was balancing, it would be, because I felt like I went from working and going always on the go, on the go, on the go, okay, now I'm home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then at times, I felt like, man, I am I feel stuck. And my, I might cry, but because this is exactly how I was feeling this summer. I feel stuck. I'm back mm-hmm. to point A. I went from being a stay-at-home mom, working a... A nice job that I always wanted you know a wealthy job the career job and now I'm back to being home 24 7 and that was hard mm-hmm. but my kids need me at this time you know that's one yeah. thing I have to keep, constantly keep reminding myself they need mom because soon they're just going to be little teenagers one day and I'll be very sad but what I'm trying to say I, <laughs> I was feeling very stuck and I'm okay well you know yeah. I know I can't feel stuck this is the season that I am mm. season that I am right now you know if I could just work a part-time job, that way I feel like, not like I'm doing something, but like I say, like, I feel like sometimes, like, society makes you feel like if you're a stay-at-home mom, sorry, you're not doing anything with your life, you know? Because mm. I felt like that mm-hmm. before. You're going to the park all the time, you know, um, oh, you're washing dishes, you're doing laundry, like, but hey, what about the career you? What about the the things that you want as a, as a person? Like, for example, like mm. me as a mom, but what about my wants, you know? This summer, I feel like, okay, I need to... My wants, I know what I want and I'm going to achieve it, but it's going to be the the different route that I'm taking because right now my kids need me. It's been hard. It hasn't been easy, but I feel like, okay, what could help me? You know, I feel like working now has helped me, you know, just getting myself, you know, it helps you like as a mom, you know, like, like your self-care is really important. Definitely, you know, um, being outdoors with my kids and it's nice being able to pick up my daughter because the time that I was working, I wasn't able to pick up my daughter from school. And like my mom guilt, you know, would make me feel like, well, oh, you're not a good mom. You're not there for your kids. But, you know, I've always been there for my kids, you know. And sometimes you have to not listen to those voices because they're seeing you. And the times that my daughter would come to school when I, you know, to my classroom, she would tell me, mommy, your classroom is so pretty. These at least, are at least how many students you have. So to me, it's like, I'm already like, I feel like I'm slowly planting a little seed in my daughter that mm. education is important. If mom
1: could do it, so can you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, definitely. It's literally just your mom had a dream. It was like you're the little seedling that grew into a plant out of her care. And then you're just trying to plant more seeds, which is like obviously your children. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so amazing, honestly. It's, and it's, I think about how when we're constantly like told no or trying to find different routes Mm -hmm. because we never really had anyone that kind of like paved the way Mm -hmm. they did. Right. But it's almost like you have to fit, like they stop here and you have to finish it. And then you just keep going and going and going until, until you really have this long like pathway of um, all these tips and tricks on how to like manage society and also go after all of your dreams. And so I think that's what you're doing. And I think that's what your daughter definitely sees is that it's possible. And I think she's probably just so amazed. Like you have how many kids? I like how you talk about balance. I want to ask a question of um, what advice were you would you give to folks who are, because you talk about everyone has their own path and you have to Balance, and then it's you might have a different path to get Mm -hmm. there. With that, what advice would you give to folks who are who kind of have to accept taking different paths and not comparing their paths to other people?
0: The first thing is accepting that hey, my learning, whether if you have a learning disability, if you're a language learner, whatever you know your your struggle is, you have to learn how to embrace it because then you're Mm going to be a better person. How do they? How were they able to graduate in four years? How was she able to like teach and go to school at the same time? Comparison, it's, it's, I feel like that's the worst thing and it, it could kill your dreams when you start comparing yourself to others. So I think, you know, accepting that whatever you're going through or whatever, you know, it's not going through, but accepting a disability or accepting that not the time where you're going to be able to have that job, you know, um, and embracing it. Okay, I'm not, I can't have this job right now, but what can I do now to get me there? But you have to constantly keep like climbing the stairs.
1: Mm-hmm. Going backwards. Mm-hmm.
0: Let me say not going backwards. Because sometimes you do have to like, instead of going all the way to the top, you have to climb down. <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. Because that's just what, I feel like that's just what life is. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, nobody's going to hand you what you really want in life. You have to work for it. Yeah. And I say, yeah. I, and I think when I say to work for it, it kind of sounds kind of like, I don't know how to explain it because you could work really hard and there's times where you're not going to be able to get that job that you want or somebody else is going to be better qualified than you, vice versa. But I feel like you have to realize, okay, well, I'm still good enough. Then I could see, like, I guess what I'm trying to say, don't take no for an answer. And even though when those no's make you feel like I should just take a different, like a career job or just do something else. And I feel like when you feel like broken or you feel like you can't reach something like in those moments, it's like, okay, no, I could do it. Like I have to do it, mm, mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard. It's really hard to be positive when negative things are happening to you or when you feel like, okay, this is not, not going to work for me. Like I, what can else can I find? And I also feel like there's going to be times where you could be having this career job that you really like, but two years from now, you're not going to like it. And that's okay because
1: mm, life yeah.
0: is like waves, you know, and sometimes you're going to feel like, hey, I'm doing this. I love this. I'm miserable here then find your happiness, find your way, find something, a job, whether it's, but find something like your, the hook that is going to strive you to not give up. You know, mm-hmm. you have to find the hook. And I think for me, it's just, I know that I want to be a teacher because I, I, was, I had the experience and not the experience, but just being able to, you know, like be there. And, and I know it's not going to be easy, you know, because I'm pretty sure if you will interview Teachers I've been teaching for years, they could tell you their stories and how they got to where they are now. And it's not easy because and again, our education system is so broken. It's not built for brown yeah. people in general, you know, like even the curriculum, it's like way higher for kids. Just keep fighting. You have to fight. If it's important to you, you're going to make it happen. If it's not, then you're mm-hmm. just going to be like, well, I couldn't
1: do it. And that's okay as well. You know, like the, we all take different paths. You mentioned how the system is broken and you have to prove the broken system. You have to prove the broken system that when the odds are against you, you need to work harder. And I think you just show more and more of that in your character. You just really kept pushing through everything. I want to know what's next. I feel like you've gotten to this point where you're almost you you're you're riding with all of the waves. You're going with the balance and you're so much like you've just embraced everything your your all of your struggles and I don't know I kind of just want to know I just want to know more about you and like what's next and how much more motivation like where do you keep pulling that from
0: I don't know I feel like I've invested so much wanting to be have be a teacher or have you know that income this ability of income, to give my kids the things that I couldn't have and mm-hmm. I feel like that's my strife because I have two girls you know and whether they decide to go to school, or not go to school, because yes, education is important. But there's people out there that are doing amazing things, and they don't have an education. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want to send a message like, oh, education, education, yes, it's important find your own calling without being educated could be hella amazing at it. You know, for me now, I just feel like embrace this season, you know, um, like I mentioned, we take this class, learn, we learn math again, because math, it's like, you have to, you have to mentally exercise it. You know, I don't yeah some formulas are like what the heck like what is that you know but <laughs> just learn it and it's okay you know because I feel like when you will learn things that's when the when the learning happens Easy mm. to show up mm-hmm. to class take notes for example doing your homework getting like just you're reviewing things and that's how I feel like for me now it's okay I couldn't pass this test in the summer I'll take a class and I'll relearn it again and that's okay because in the long run I'll be able to teach it to kids and but I definitely feel honestly like what has helped me a lot is just you know, find that community because the reason I signed up in Heart Now because they actually have now a program called Maestros. Um, mm-hmm. So what they do, is they, you know they support you know future teachers. They give you the resources. I was able to get into the program. I'll be they'll be helping me tutoring. Like I say, always find your resources. You know, like because mm-hmm. they're there. And don't I feel like my message to s- future students, to moms that are going, trying to go back to school, you're not alone and you're not the only one struggling. Whether it's math, whether it's writing. Whatever subject that you're taking, and you might feel like, man, I'm not smart enough. You are smart. It's just going to take you, you know, some steps to get there, you know? So me being able to be part of this program, you know, it's so helpful because, you know, I'm trying to go to see um, CSUMB, and so they're connected with CSUMB. God of the universe makes me <laughs> pass this class, and I'll be able to, you know, be in that program next, in the summer. That's what I'm thinking now, but you never know. I'm, I might not be able to pass that, and guess what? Well, we start again, but you can't keep giving up. That's not giving up is enough, you mm-hmm. Just me personally, I can't. And I think too, like I have my kids. So they're going to look at mommy. Like, mom, were you just teaching? Like, you know, or or were you going to school? Because they see everything. They see you. And now that I'm going to school Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you know, um, my daughter tells me, mom, like, so we're not going to have dinner together? And I go, no, your dad's gonna. he could do it. He could, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to, I don't want to say in this way, but I feel like in my culture, like we are expected to cook and do the cleaning. Oh,
1: yeah. So you clean, mm-hmm. you
0: do all the washing. No, it's okay to ask for help it's okay to say no sometimes because us moms, we can't juggle everything because I feel like yeah. that's when you start feeling like frustrated or you start feeling like, hey, I'm just going to quit. Mm-hmm. And if you're a single mom, you know, like it's hard. I see it from my mom, you know, like she was a single mom. And there was times where we would stay with the daycare lady, my mom, you know, like we were stay with my, my tia, like family. Um, but there's, I feel like there's always help and you know like if you ask for help it's okay to ask for help it doesn't make you like a weak person it doesn't make you feel like you're not a good mom it's okay to ask for help honestly i feel like that's what has helped me and i keep saying mm-hmm. help 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 because i'm sorry i couldn't do this by myself yeah i couldn't go to school you know my mother-in-law helped me my mom helped me take care of my kids my daycare lady you know the school system you know obviously you know failed me when i was younger but hey now that I'm older, I can navigate things, and I know I have to ask. It's my, it's my responsibility to ask for help. Do tutoring, you know, online courses or anything to get you there. And I think for me, asking my husband for help has been, like, it feels like, like, it kind of, like, I don't know how to explain Like, it makes me feel like I can't. I might, stings a little. Yeah. I can't <laughs> find the word. But it's okay, you know, um, because I won't be, I can't do everything by myself. And I'm okay with mm-hmm. that. You know, and if he, when he helps me, then... Then there's a balance, you know, going back to the balance. I can not do everything by myself, but, you know, some days you cook, some days I cook. And if I don't get to wash the dishes, it's okay. It's not the end of the world.
1: Wow. No, you touched on so much. You touched a lot about how society does place a lot of expectations on moms, Mm -hmm. working moms. And it's even harder to really pursue their desires and dreams and to kind of hold on to it. But once you do... It's amazing because you're just a two testament of that, of you really just keep pushing for your kids and you keep digging deeper and you find a way. One thing I really love that you just continuously shed light on is finding the resources, asking for help. I think that's something that is not talked about enough like even if it's something so simple like can you make dinner like i'm not doing dinner tonight you know <laughs> like even like something from so simple to like even something really big to like getting a community to to support you for you know getting your resources and i think that's i love that that's like continuous theme because we we really need to embrace more of the resources that are out there and the community that's out there so i just love that you that you mentioned that i think i needed that reminder too like that you just have to just ask other people like how are you doing it how do I get here and just be open about what the challenges are and accepting that you can't get there by yourself and um, I think that's the
0: hardest part because when you accept that like like you say accepting that you can't get there by yourself I think as humans yeah no that's this is my dream this is what I want but it's it yeah. ask for help, you know, it's okay to feel weak at times and, and even cry about it, you know, because I feel like sometimes you're um, we hold some, so many things, you know, and I yeah. don't want to talk about it. Like, for example, me, I was I was nervous, you know, talk about my life or just, you know, my education and just in me in general. But I feel like I do believe that when you talk about things, you know, like you heal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this isn't this for me is just like healing season, you know, like because yeah, I know I'm not the only one and I'm
1: going to help. Mm-hmm. Come, and that's a beautiful thing. It's so beautiful, and I think a lot of people are in healing season, honestly. I think a lot of people are coming to terms that time's precious, life is precious, our kids are precious, like everything, and then we just have to just be more vulnerable and honest with ourselves mm-hmm. um, and that's a hard and what honest so hard, and I don't know why it's so hard, but no, i i I needed all of that. Thank you, all right. I don't know if you know, but you are the last guest for this series. This is just how God works. It always ends up being more than I expected. Mm -hmm. And so I'm so glad that you're here and just shared all of that. Vulnerable about everything. Shedding light, asking for resources. Your learning disability. I want to commend you for all of that. Because there is how do you say it really sets an example, like it just sets a good example for that it's not a it's not like a hindrance. It's not necessarily a roadblock, I guess you could say, which is where I think a lot of society kind of like puts it as like oh you have this you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to understand this or learn it mm-hmm. so i really appreciate you like being that example showing how much strength it really takes to be open about that one thing i love about you too i didn't say this earlier is you always find the lesson in the season yes you have to i feel you, like i have to. you always find yeah. it and i love it Really, you know any last words that you want to leave the audience with my learning disability
0: will not stop me from becoming a teacher whatever you are seeking for whatever you want to become in life like you're going to be able to get there just keep working hard even like when the odds when everything's like against you you keep pushing and you'll get there it's not going to be it overnight but you will get there
1: thank you no that was so amazing thank you for being the best closer to this first generation series and showing us what it means to constantly water ourselves but water our families and community not only with ourselves but using the resources and help to keep feeding into one another that was one of the biggest takeaways and I'm so happy that you joined us here today. So thank you. And I hope you come back. <laughs> I hope we get to learn more about you. And I really hope that you just continue to to push through and just show your kids, but also the kids that you're teaching, how much it means to like really learn and accept and just be themselves and ask for help and like so many good things that you're just kind of showing i just really hope that just shines through on each one of your students and your kids thank you and i hope i could do that as well (laughs) you can and you will